Well, with that being said, you know, we want to we're going to get into the word this morning. Um, I hope you're ready. Um, I, I've been praying for you. I've been praying for this moment. And I know that the Lord has a word for you today. And I'm excited to share that with you and, uh, and, and dive into that. And so I, I just pray that your heart and your mind would be open. Um, I, I know we need to hear from the Lord. You know, we walk this Christian faith. We walk this out. We do the best to live it out. We, we, we seek the, the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And, and, and the conviction is like, help us to live this life out. And in the same way, we come and we gather together. We worship his name. But we want to hear from the Lord. We want to hear his voice clearly. We, we, we want to be confident. We want to be sure. We, we want him to minister to our souls. And so I, I know that. I know that, and I pray that God would do that each and every week and every time we'd gather and throughout the week. And so um, I, I, I want us to, to take a moment to pray right now, but I want us to understand something. It is, it is so beautiful to be able to gather in the name of Jesus. It is so beautiful because in that, everything and anything is possible. So, so be at that place of peace, no matter where you're at this morning, be at that place of peace. Let's take a moment to pray, and we're going to jump in. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that it's alive. God, that every time it's released, it doesn't return void. God, we need to hear from you. And I pray, God, that you'd minister to our souls and you'd strengthen us, Lord. God, you'd encourage us. You'd, you'd remind us of the hope we have in you. God, you'd, you, you'd bring us to a place where we understand our feet are on solid ground with you. God, you would walk us through the hand with, with every trial and tribulation, Lord. I just pray, God, that today you do a wonderful work in each and every one of us. We thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you, Lord, for what, what you're wanting to shape and mold us with. So today, would your word minister to us? We thank you, Lord, for one more time. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. All right. Um, Again, today's graduation Sunday, and when I think about graduations, I think about moments, markers in our lives. I think about moments to remember. I think about markers that propel us forward, that give us that little extra oomph, maybe some of that juice to continue to go when times are tough. And, and maybe you remember some of your, your school graduations. I, I think I pretty much remember all of mine except for my middle school graduation I, I think that was one of the most toughest seasons of my life. I look back at some of that, and I just remember how, how tough it is, how tough mean kids can be, how bullying is a real thing. And, um, you know, there are graduations in life that we can't wait to get past, right? There, there are things in life, I just, I cannot wait to be done with this. I just really want to move on. There are also graduations in life that we're super proud of. I can't believe I just accomplished that. I can't believe, wow, this is, I'm at this place. This, this is just amazing. And then there are also graduations in life that, we're, that we're, we aren't quite expecting for them to happen, but they happen anyways. You're just going about life and suddenly you recognize that from one season to the next, you are in a new place. You're in a new season. So what am I saying? I'm saying simply this. Not all graduations are of the educational system. Some graduations are in life, in seasons of your life, where you're moving on from one area to the next. You were here, then you moved here, and this is where you're going. You came from, now you're going to. And we see that happen within our lives. Some are events, some are seasons of life. 
And listen, today we're going to dive into Joshua chapter 1. If you're following along in your message notes, you, you, you'll see it there. We have some printed ones. We have some online there in the app, and you also have it there on the screen. You can listen along. But we see the servant of God and a moment, a marker, a graduation that takes place in his life. And today we want to dive into that and we're going to speak. This will be our main text here this morning. It says this in Joshua chapter 1 and verses 1 through 6. It says this, After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said this in verse 2, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River and into the land I am giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. Whenever you set your foot, wherever you set your foot, you will be on land I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. See, here's this powerful moment in Joshua's life. He's coming to a place of graduation, moving on from one season to another season. You see, Moses had been the leader of the people at this time. He had led the people for many years. Moses is the guy who led the people out of slavery, out of Egypt, with all these signs and wonders and miracles and power of God. I mean, people are still talking about that. And here comes Joshua after him. And he's stepping into this place because God is calling him. God is transitioning him. And some of you know exactly when God is transitioning you, when God is working something in your heart, when God is ministering to your soul, when God is saying, listen, this is the season you've been in, but I want to move you into the next one. I'm going to move you, step you into different grounds. I'm going to work in your life. See, with Moses going home at this ripe old age, it was now time for a new leader. God's eyes were fixed on Joshua just as his eyes are fixed on you. And God gives Joshua this moment. It's one of the first recorded words that we have from God towards Joshua in this way. See, Joshua is graduating from one season of life into another. I want to say this, and I want everyone to get this. No season lasts forever. I want you to understand that. No season lasts forever. There is always a graduation. There is always a transition. There's, there's always a moving from and a moving to. There's always where you came. There's always where you were, but there's always where you're going towards. You might feel like my feet are stuck and I don't know what's going on. There's always a moving from and a moving to. No season lasts forever. There's always a yesterday and a today. Come on, somebody. See, the Bible reminds us in Psalms chapter 30, verse 5, it says this, weeping may last through the nights. What does it say? But joy comes in the morning. Weeping may take place in your life, but there's joy in the morning. There's a yesterday and there's a today. There's a moving from and a moving to. 
See, this morning, we're going to talk about the power of graduation. And there's a couple of things in this passage that I want to share with you. And, and, and the first one is this. And before I tell it to you, before you put it there up on the screen, I want you to understand simply this. No season will last forever. And if you allow this, if you allow the word of God to minister to your heart and your soul this today, it'll, it'll do wonders in your life. The word of God does not return void. And so no matter where you're at today, allow this to hit you here. Allow it to hit you here because sometimes this will just run and run and run and run. But God wants to minister to your soul. God wants to, to release his word into your life today. And so number one, I want you to understand this. Believe your time will come. I want to say that again. Believe your time will come. There it is right there. And I just said it and I'll say it again. No season lasts forever. See, Joshua is really coming out of a season where, where two things are happening. One, he's having this amazing time serving under Moses and learning how God works. He's, he, he's, he's been, he's been Moses' aide. He's followed Moses. They've seen signs and wonders, and they've conquered. They've moved. It's been great. And he's seen all of this happen. And at the same time, he's also mourning the loss of one of the most amazing leaders not only in his life, but has ever lived. All these things Joshua is processing and dealing with, and I want to say this, sometimes your graduation means the loss of something else. See, there's something in your life that's just, you cannot carry with you into the next season. It's just not going to work. Where God is trying to take you, there's something that needs to lose its power in your life. There's something that needs to lose its effectiveness in your life. There's something that's been holding on to your ankle and that chain needs to be broken. That needs to die so that you can move into the next season of your life. In verse 2, it says this, Moses, my servant, is dead, therefore... The time has come for you to lead. Would, would you say that with me? The time has come for you to lead. The Bible says the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites across the Jordan River into the land I'm giving them. I noticed that you didn't do that well, but I'm going to have some more repeat after me in a, in a, in a little while. So this, uh, I'm coming back for you just so you know. See, Joshua's time had come. It was time for a new season for him. The problem is that many of us don't believe our time will come. I'm going to speak on this for a moment. Some of us, you, you would just get stuck in the moment, and we don't, we don't ever think that it'll get any better than this. And, 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 and that's a dangerous place to be because, because there you, you, you suddenly think to yourself, well, you know, I'm just going to make my bed here. I, I just might as well get comfortable. I just might as well get used to it because this is how it's going to be. But when we come to gather in the name of Jesus, we're reminded that everything and everything is possible. The worship team, we weren't just singing these songs for fun. There's power in the name of Jesus, right? But it is so easy to get stuck and just, well, I'm just going to make my bed and I'm just going to live here. And this is how life is going to be for the rest of life. Remember, I brought up the story of my middle school years. I told you kids can be mean. Kids can, kids can be tough. Bullies are, 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 are a real thing. And it was a time of my life that I could not wait for it to be over. I remember feeling those feelings and emotions where I could not wait for it to be over. I, 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 I couldn't. I, uh, that junior high, that middle school, I just could not wait for it to be over. But at the same time, I'll tell you this. 
I didn't actually believe that it would ever come to pass. It's like I desired it, but I could not see the end of it. I remember feeling those feelings and emotions where I don't know if things will ever be any different for me. And if you've been there in the moment and you felt those feelings and emotions, you wonder if things will ever be. You can't wait to be past it. But yeah, will things ever get better in my life? I mean, I mean, will they? I mean, what? I mean, what would have to happen? I mean, will things ever get better in my life? I want them to be better. I'd like for them to be better. See, when you don't believe, hey, when you don't believe that God has something good for you, when you don't believe that there's a better day coming, when you don't believe the power of God in your life, that's a tough place to be. You're like a person stranded on an island with no hope for survival, no hope for rescue, and you're just stuck there. I want you to know this. God is good. I want you to know this, that God is faithful. I want you to know that he sees you. He hasn't looked at everyone else, and he, just, he, he somehow missed you in the crowd. No, God sees you. God knows you. He knows what you'll endure. What you call on his name, put your hope in him. Put your trust in him. Maybe it's been the worst season of your life. Maybe that's the honest, the honest truth. Maybe it's been the worst season of your life. Maybe everything has went wrong. Maybe you never thought it would be like this in a million years. But I'm going to tell you today, choose to believe. Choose to believe. Ask God to, to open up your eyes. Ask him to, to, God, help me to see your hand in my life, to see the wonderful things in, in my life around me. You know, the psalmist says in 119 verse 18, it says this, and he's talking to God, he's worshiping God, and he says this, open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your instructions. It can be so easy that you, you can't see what's, what's right in front of you, but God wants you to see what he has for you. Hey, in the word of God, that's where you want to be. It's going to help reveal to you all the blessings all around you, the hand of God all around you, his good plans all around you. In fact, the Bible says this in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. See, I want to say this, and please, brothers and sisters, get this this morning. Please get this. Never fall into the false thinking that God is never going to do anything good in your life. Never fall into the false thinking that God loves you, that God loves everyone but you. Never fall into this false thinking that God's made everyone else's journey easier but yours. I want you to hear me. Never fall into that temptation. Guard against it. Believe your time will come. See, God told Joshua the time has come for you to lead. So number one, believe your time will come. And number two, I want you to be confident that God is with you. Be confident that God is with you. Listen, because of all the temptations and distractions in this life, it could be easy, it could be easy to lose fact of the sight that God is with you. How can God be with me? And in particular, being confident in the fact. How can that possibly be so? How can I go around and be confident that God is with me? 
Listen, there's all the distractions, there's all the temptations, but this is what, listen, I want you to understand this. Confidence leaves no room for doubt. I'm, I'm confident. I'm not doubtful, right? There's the difference. I'm, I'm either confident or I'm doubtful. Confidence leaves no room for doubt. When you believe God is with you, listen, seasons change around me. There was the tough season. There was the great season. Oh, it's a great season of plenty. Oh, it was a really tough season, but I don't change my, my, my faith towards God. I don't change my confidence to who he is in my life. He is still my solid rock. I still stand in him. He does lead me and guide me and provide for me and see me through some of the toughest seasons of my life. Come on, somebody. Someone say, God is with me. Okay, you redeemed yourself. Hey. See, God promises Joshua this in verse 5. And I want you to see this. Let's look at verse 5 here together. We've got this here like this. I want, I want you to see the first sentence here. It says this, For no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. And let's stop there for a moment, period. Let's stop there, okay? Here's, here's the promise of God to Joshua's life. I want you to see this. For no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. Think about those words. Think about that promise. No one? No one. Right? No physical enemy, no spiritual attack, right? Nobody saying this or this about you, coming up with some type of draw. No one will be able to stand up against you as long as you live. How is that so? How could that possibly be so in our lives? Because of the next part of the verse. For I will be with you. Come on, somebody. Can you say that with me? For I will be with you. See, the presence of God, come on somebody, will determine how everything else goes. If God is with you, who's going to possibly be against you? Who will be able to, to be able to stand? Listen, this weekend, my family and I, we went camping with another family. And during uh, the first night... You know, the kids were playing, the adults were hanging out. We were just having a really good time. We were camping up in, in Lake Tahoe. And, um, and some more time, it must have been like 7 o'clock-ish around there. Uh, all of a sudden, um, we hear one of the families in the tent across the way from us. We didn't know them, but, they, you know, they were there. They start yelling out, bear, bear, and, you know, everybody get in the car. And, and I'm like, what, you know, are they being serious? Like, what's going on? You know, and so all of a sudden I see not too far away this humongous bear. I mean, I ain't talking about some little cub that was walking around. I'm talking about this big old, like, monster. Like, he was walking around like this. And I'm like, man, this is happening right now. This is real. You know, they got the little food locker. They tell you, hey, put your stuff in there because a bear, like this, I, you know, maybe, well, no, we were seeing it. It was real. And so I'm like, okay, everybody in our camps, I'm like, hey, guys, we got to go. Where are the kids? Where are all the kids? Come on, kids, come on. They, the kids think we're playing. I'm like, no, get in the car now. And so I'm getting them in the car and all of that's happening. The adults, we're trying to gather all the food because they know the bear's going to smell the food. They're going to come for us. And I'm thinking, no, they ain't. We're going to put this food away. And so we, we, we put all this, put all the food away and all that's happening. And then slowly I'm watching the bears. He, he walks through and then walks off. He goes into the bushes and he's gone. And I'm like, okay, he's, he's, he's gone. <laughs> I don't know if you, you come to a place where you just have a sigh of relief, right? <laughs> but I don't know if he's coming back. <laughs> so 
my wife, she, she's like, I'm still trying to figure stuff out here, right? My wife, she goes and checks on the kids in the car. And, and, and then so the kids come out of the car, and my daughter, she comes running up to me, and she grabs me by the leg, and she just says, Daddy, Dad, and she's crying. And she's, she's processing all these things that are just happening, right? She's, she's scared of all of this. And, and, and that's beautiful. I, I love that she can run to me. I love that she can come to me and call me like then just daddy, daddy, and just, just kind of let out. And she is processing her emotions and she said some other things. But see, what my wife and I are teaching her is that she can also call on her heavenly father. That in the midst of trial, in the midst of tough seasons, in the midst of everything going on, that she can, she can cry out to her heavenly father. Because God hears you. Would you call on his name? Would you, would you cry out and say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus that you've given me to call on you, I'm going through it. Life has hit me. It's been tough. It's been overwhelming. The anxiety and stress has been. But I call on you. I need you to show up in my life. See, I want you to understand that your time will come. But I also want you to understand God is with you. God is with you. He has not left you. He has not abandoned you. He has not forsaken you. Would you believe? Would you come to a place of personal conviction and faith and belief and confident? Would you be confident? Which See, confidence doesn't leave any room for doubts. Would you come to that place that God is with you? That God is for you? Are you following me this morning, church? The presence of God in his promise changes everything. Because I want you to get this. Your problems cannot stand up to God. They cannot. Your, 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 your tough season cannot control God's blessings in your life. Your job is to line yourself up, believe, and be confident that God is for you. And again, I just said it, but the Bible reminds us in Romans 8.31, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? You know, it's the Apostle Paul who's writing these words. And, and you've all learned, we've all learned from our Bible studies about Paul's journey. Paul didn't necessarily have it easy. Uh, uh, in his call to share the gospel, sometimes it went well. A lot of times he had a tough time. But never in that did he doubt that God was with him. He didn't doubt that. Right, so he went to share the gospel, and sometimes it went great. But a lot of times he wasn't treated very well. But he never doubted, and he never stopped, and he never stopped taking his eyes off the prize. He never took his eyes off what God was calling him to. He kept focused, even in the midst of distractions, even in the midst of temptations. It is so easy to fall into the temptation that God has made life easier for everyone else but me. It is so easy to fall into the temptation that, that, that God hears everyone else's prayers but mine. It's so easy to, to fall into that. See, God tells Joshua in verse 6, he tells him, be strong and courageous. Hear those words this morning. What is it you're facing? Be strong and courageous. Right, courageous. 
be strong. We get that. Be strong. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to be, be strong. And then be courageous. Have courage. Be of courage. This is this. For you are the one who will lead these people. Would someone say, for you are? Now would you say, for I am. See, you are who God is leading from one season into the next and where God is wants to take you. This is what God is wanting to do in your life. See, with Joshua, God isn't telling him, hey, hey, you know what, Joshua, I want you to leave the Israelites. I'm going to go set you in another place. You're going to be a leader over there. What he's saying is simply this. He said, I'm going to take you from one season to the next. This is what you've been. And maybe you've been totally comfortable in that. And it's been great. You've been accustomed. You're used to it. It's been good. But I'm taking you. I'm, 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 I'm taking you out. I'm going to break some shit. I'm going to move you to where I have for you next. Because you are who God wants to use to bring him the most glory. You are who God is asking to be strong and courageous. And if God is with you, then three things. I'm going to tell you these quick three things. If God is with you, then these three things. Number one, the season, this season will have an ending. It'll have an ending. If God is with you, this season will have an ending. Number two, the season you are leaving doesn't define the rest of your seasons going forward. It's important that you get that. And number three, believe that anything and everything is possible. If God is with you, then everything and anything is possible. You have to get that. You can't get to the place where, oh, yeah, God can do it in some people's life, but just not mine. Don't fall into that pitfall. Don't, don't, don't fall into that quicksand. Because God is with you, then everything and anything is possible. Joshua was perfectly comfortable in his previous role. God, God could have raised somebody else up to lead. And Joshua would have been like, hey, cool. Like, God, you got a new leader? Awesome. I'm going to be his aide. I'm going to be his assistant. I know how to do it with Moses. I was good at it. Everything went well. I, I mean, I can do this. Joshua was perfectly comfortable in his role. Right? He knew the ins and outs. Sometimes the pain doesn't make any sense, but I want you to trust God. Because one of the things that Joshua was dealing with was the loss of one of the most amazing leaders in his life. So brothers and sisters, simply this, would you believe your time is, will come? And if you're a Christ follower, would you believe that God is with you? And in that, everything and anything is possible. So here's the bottom line of what I want to tell you today. Seasons come and go but God is not done working in your life. And I need you to receive that today. I need you to receive it. Do you see, will you receive that today? Seasons come and go, but God is not done working in your life. Here's my challenge and I wanna pray. Would you choose to put this season and the coming season into God's hands by daily prayer and faith that he's for you? Right, there's gotta be action to what I'm hearing today. So this is, this is the challenge. This is the part where you put into action. This is the part where you follow up. Choose to put this season and the coming one into the hands of God by daily prayer and faith that he's for you. Let's take a moment to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. 
We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that it's alive. We thank you, Lord, for moments and markers and graduations. We thank you, God, that, God, it's amazing that you're so faithful to us. God, that you're so good to us. God, that you desire to work in each and every one of us. There's nobody you skip. There's nobody that you overlook, God. You see us for who we are. You see us, God. Thank you that you see us. I pray, God, that we'd be filled with your confident hope of the things that you have for us, for the coming age, for your return, and for what you're wanting to do in us right now, in this physical season right now. Bring your healing. Bring your strength. Bring your peace. Bring your provision. And God, graduate us from one season to the next to bring you the most glory. And would it be markers that propel us to go forward? And God, I pray that we would not fall into the temptation that you're making it easier for someone else. God, thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, God, for your love in our lives.